0: Hey guys, it's Carson Charisma, and you are tuned in to the Anomaly Podcast, where it's raw, transparent, and always lit. What's up, what's up, guys? It's Carson Charisma, and we are back for Season 3, Episode 3, The LGBTQ Community. Yes, indeed, indeed. It's crazy. The season is going by super fast. I know it's only been three episodes, but that means we only have five left. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm proud of myself. I'm going. Schedule's crazy, but I'm making it happen. So, as always, we're just going to dive right in. LGBTQ community. So, I was kind of figuring out, like, okay, what are some hot topics right now? Like, what am I going to discuss? And I don't normally plan the season ahead of time, but as of lately, a lot of things have been happening that I feel I need to speak on. And you know me; I always have something to say, <laughs> which is why the Anomaly Podcast exists. <laughs> Get all my thoughts out. So um, I was looking on Instagram, doing my normal day-to-day social media, which is not always that great. Probably is more of a distraction than anything. But um, you guys know the infamous page, Baller Alert. So I follow Baller Alert. They have a lot of like topics on, uh, you know, pop culture, uh, society, different things like that. And it's pretty much like a news page for society, pop culture, all that good stuff. So I was like scrolling through the page and I saw the infamous Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. We all know and love them. Um, actually Dwayne Wade, I think he had his last, uh, game for the Miami Heat the other night. So shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? He, he had a good run in the NBA. I think he was like 16 plus years. I might be lying. I don't know, but whatever. He had been in there a long time. So shout outs to him. So anyway, you know, they have, um, Dwayne Wade has, I think two or three sons. I think it's three, his two sons and then one, um, nephew that he raised as his own. And then him and Gabrielle Union just had a baby via surrogate. Um, so they have four kids all together. I think the little girl uh, they just had is five months old. So again, congratulations to them. If you read Gabrielle Union's book or you're just familiar with her story, she had like tons of miscarriages. So it's really cool uh, that they were blessed with a little baby girl no matter how they got her. So I think that's super dope. But anyway, I was scrolling on baller, baller alert and I saw that they pretty much announced that their 11-year-old son is gay. Yeah. Their 11-year-old son is gay. And how did they announce this, you might ask? Well, uh, Miami uh, had their 11th annual Pride Parade, and that's pretty much how they revealed it. They went to the Pride Parade. It was Gabrielle Union. um, The two little boys, the two younger boys or siblings, um, the 11-year-old boy, who, again, is gay, and then the little girl, Dwayne Wade, uh, was not there. But he definitely sent his love and support via social media, And so they were posting all these pictures like, bro, we stand with you no matter what. We love you. We accept you, whatever, whatever. So pretty much letting the world know he identifies as a gay male. Um, So of course, I clicked the comment section because there were thousands and thousands and thousands of comments. And I was not surprised to find that there was a lot of negative feedback all over Instagram. Uh, Looked on Facebook. There was no negative feedback there. On Twitter, there was negative feedback literally everywhere. So a lot of people were saying he was too young to know what he wants, what he likes. Um, some people said it was inappropriate to take him to pride, and that was the wrong way of revealing it. Uh, some people said they were disappointed in uh, how Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade are raising their son. Uh, they just don't think it's appropriate. They're not fucking with it. Um, and they were saying, like, you know, who cares? Who cares if he's gay? You know, some people say, why reveal it this way? Uh, another comment was like, yo, at 11 years old, I'm not supporting anything romantic or sexual. Uh, you're 11 too young. I'm not, I'm not fucking with it. It's not okay. It's not cool. Uh, one other person said like, uh, Hey, you know, you're only 11. You haven't even had any quote unquote good pussy yet. So how, you know, you gay. And so of course I read the replies to that and people replied the same thing I would have. Um, did you have sex with a man to determine you were straight at 11? Like, how did you know? How did you know you were straight? So are you implying that you have to sleep with the opposite sex to know whether you're a, ho- a homosexual or heterosexual? Like, what are you saying, bro? Are you trying to let us know something? You know? So, um, and he really, the guy who posted that really couldn't answer that when people were applying. Cause it was like, bro, you sound stupid. It was super ignorant, um, for him to make that comment. I think anyway, um, but what really got me is when the guy was saying he wasn't supporting anything romantic at 11 years old, gay or straight. He's not supporting it. He's not fucking with it. You're too young. But as a woman who works with youth every day, uh, from 11 to 18, sometimes younger, sometimes even older, Um, not as old as I am, but even older. You know, at 11, believe it or not, kids are having sex nowadays at 11. They. Or whether you want to accept it or not, they are, quote-unquote, romantically involved. Whether they can handle it mentally, physically, and emotionally, that's a whole nother story. But regardless, they're doing it. So, yeah, you probably should be talking to your kids about romantic, quote-unquote, romantic things at that age. Because nowadays, kids know about this shit way, way, way before we ever did when we were growing up. Like, I wouldn't even think about nothing like that at 11. But, unfortunately, there are some kids that do think of it. So... Reading these posts, uh, reading these comments and viewing the post on Baller Alert, it got me thinking about the LGBT community as a whole. Um, and it just really prompted me to say, OK, can you be born gay? Right. Like, is that is that a thing? You know, you always hear uh, biologically. There's no evidence saying that you're born gay. Um, some people say, hey, you are born gay. It's innate. It's in you. It's, it, there are biological tests that say this is a part of you. Um, it also prompted me to ask questions, you know, um, do I personally perpetuate homophobia by any means? Not necessarily on purpose, but do I personally, Carson Charisma, per- perpetuate homophobia? Um, it also got me thinking, should people be forced to adhere to someone's sexual identity? Should I? Like, you know, nowadays people are pronouns. Is, people are big on pronouns. Um he or she, they or they or it, right? Uh, people, people don't want to necessarily be considered he or she, right? They refer to me as they, them, there, um, And it's like, should I be forced to, to adhere to that? Um, and then it also brought me the question, prompted the question, what would I do if my child came to me and said they were gay? How would I feel? And so and there's just a lot of things uh, within the community, within the LGBT community that this prompted, that, that it made me think about it. So first and foremost, let's break it down, right? Because there's a difference between uh, gender identity, uh, sexual attraction, sexual identity, as well as sexual behavior. So if you look at it, gender identity is who you feel you are inside and how you express those feelings through how you act, talk, and dress, right? So that's gender identity. Sexual attraction is the romantic or sexual feelings you have toward others, whomever that might be. Sexual identity is how you label yourself. So, for example, using labels such as queer, gay, lesbian, straight, or bisexual, right? That's sexual identity. And then sexual behavior is who you have sex with and what kinds of sex you like to have. So those are the difference. That's, that's, that's the differences between gender identity, sexual attraction, sexual identity, and then sexual behavior. Um, and I think it's important to know those and break those down before you start talking about the LGBTQ community. Uh, without knowing what those are and what that means. Because uh, nowadays, a lot of different things mean a lot of different things. Like, there's no, like, black and white side to this. There's a lot of gray areas in, in how people identify themselves. Um, so for me, uh, again, after I, I kind of asked myself these questions, here were some of the answers. Um, as far as, you know, when people said, okay, I don't really like how they're uh, raising their child. Me personally, I think it's super important to be supportive of your children. I think that um, it's imperative to be supportive of your kids. A lot of kids are committing suicide because their family doesn't accept them. And so let's just be real. Um, the facts show, and you know, I'm all about the facts. You want to share factual, factual. Suicide rates are higher in the LGBTQ youth than in the general population. Um, And that's in the US. Uh, These are my studies have come straightly from the United States because that's where we live. Um, And majority of these suicides are due to homophobic behavior and uh, heterosexist uh, discrimination. And if you're asking what heterosexist discrimination is, it's the idea that heterosexual people are superior uh, to individuals who are homosexual or whatever else they might identify as if you're not heterosexual. I'm discriminating against you then that's the idea The heterosexist is the idea that because I am straight quote unquote I am superior um but uh oh and then also uh I kind of did some research into like what else does it cause besides suicide these students uh these youth I should say who are not supported by their family uh they're more likely to experience depression and anxiety along with suicide so and even if that doesn't lead to suicide depression and anxiety are real things. People are currently medicated uh, for these things and the medication uh, could be beneficial. It could be more detrimental than beneficial and could end up leading to suicide. So um, it kind of sucks. It really sucks. So I really think that it's important to be supportive of your children. So me personally, I think Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union uh, did the right thing by supporting their son. First and foremost, they must have a good relationship with him for him to even say, mom and dad, this is who I am. This is how I'm feeling. And, um, and, and this is what it is. Right. And, and they accepted that and accepted him. Uh, not saying that those type of children need more love than others. However, I think that in a sense, and I hate to contradict myself in the, in the same sentence, but in a sense they do, uh, because not only are they dealing with and battling just growing up and and determining who they are and peer pressure and, uh, you know everything that society said they says they should be. You know they're also dealing with this quote unquote uh, sexual orientation that is probably really scary to to realize at a young age. Hey, this is who I identify as. This is who I am attracted to. Um, I did, did some, I did do I did did I did do <laughs> some research um, in regards to like the same sex marriages and stuff. So. You guys know that in certain states, uh, Obama passed uh, the law that same-sex marriage is cool. doesn't matter who you love, love who you want to love, which I think is super dope. Um, Because I actually watched a documentary a few years back, and these two women had been living together for like 30 years, guys. 30 years, had built this life together. And then one of the women, tragically, uh, she got sick and she had a very untimely death. She passed away. Well, when she passed away, the family came in and they had all say so. They took the woman and said, get out of the house. Uh, You have no rights to view her body. You're not allowed at the funeral. Don't come you know, even to the hospital when she was sick, before she actually passed. Um, The money that you all saved together, sorry, it's ours. And so I think it's important that these people have the same opportunities because at the end of the day, they're human beings, right? They're human beings and it doesn't matter who they love. So uh, I thought I thought it was really cool and found it interesting that same-sex marriages actually declined suicide rates, attempt uh, suicide, excuse me, a suicide attempt rates in kids. So uh, in grades nine to twelve, uh, the suicide attempt rates decreased by fourteen uh, percent when same-sex marriage that law was passed. And so fourteen percent doesn't seem like a lot when you think about the population as a whole. But that means approximately 134,000 less kids are attempting suicide. Is that not a beautiful thing? Because they feel more comfortable to know that, okay, the world is starting to see who I am and see me, and it's okay for me to love who I love. And one day I'll be able to grow up and be accepted in society and walk down the street and, and hold my significant other's hand. And know that, you know, we can get married and we have the same rights as couples who are uh, heterosexual do. And so I thought that was really, really cool because everyone, in my opinion, should be free to be who they are. It's that's just is what it is. Um, And so I personally believe and I've said it before and I'll say it again, that if you're not comfortable with someone else's sexuality, um, then it often means that you aren't 100 percent confident in yours you know, I see these harsh comments, uh, and, you know, he's gay, he's a faggot, this, that, and the third, uh, she's gay, she's fat, like whatever it may be. But why are you so concerned with who someone else is having sex with? There's a saying, what you eat won't make me shit and who you fuck won't make me come." It's simple. Like it's that that, it's really that simple. It really is. So For me, it's just like, I don't really worry about it. Like, I don't care. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Love who you want to love. Like, be who you want to be with. Um, In regards to, like, being born gay, right? That I cannot answer for you. Um, I know that I was, quote, unquote, born straight, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have had sexual experiences with women. Um, I actually dated a girl uh, while I was in high school she was really cute too. She's really hot. Shout out to you, girl. If you are listening, you know, I miss you, boo. <laughs> not really. But, um, uh, I mean, as a friend, I miss you, but not like, I don't want to date you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, I dated a girl in high school. Um, and I was like, it was weird for me to like say, Oh my gosh, like I'm actually attracted to this female. And, um, not only that, you know, ever since then I never dated a, a woman after her. Um, and I mean, I was in high school, I was a baby, uh, but I did really, find myself attracted to this person. And it wasn't weird for me. It just was a natural thing. And, um, it wasn't the fact that she was a woman. Uh, it was the fact that she was just this great human being. She was this great person. So me personally at the time I loved and liked, uh, and respected the person that she was. So it wasn't about, um, her, her sex. It wasn't about her being male or female. It was just her. Uh, after that, like I said, I never dated another woman, uh, but I did have sexual encounters with women in college and, you know, that was just having fun experimenting. I always said, you know, I didn't want to be, you know, 60, 80 years old. Like, I wonder what it's like to kiss a girl or do this with a woman or whatever, whatever. Right. I tried it. It was fun. Um, I wouldn't say that I would do it again. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't, uh, it's all circumstantial and the women that I had these encounters with, I'm super close to um, still to this day, great friends, and it never became anything more than what it was, and, um, I'm not ashamed of that, like, it, it just is what it is, like, I think women are beautiful, and, uh, even to this day, I'll see a beautiful woman, and I'll acknowledge that, like, damn, she got a fat ass, like, damn, she's fine, like, oh, she's pretty, her smile is bomb, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, like, I have no shame in my game, and I think, I think sexuality is a spectrum, right? Like no one is hundred percent straight. No one is hundred percent gay. It's a spectrum, right? Like, and some people are further on one end than the other and that's totally okay. Um, but what I don't like is the negativity uh, that comes with it. When someone's on another end of the spectrum, than you are. Um, I think it's all about respect. I'm so big on respect, just respect people and treat people how you want to be treated. Again, who you fuck won't make me come. So I don't care what you do behind closed doors, right? Like it doesn't bother me. Um, I don't, I don't mind it, whatever. Um, As far as being, again, being born gay, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's any biological science behind it. um, There's any chromosomes that quote unquote get crossed or whatever. Um, But I'm pretty sure if if I had to say uh, my opinion, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's innate. It's just in you. Uh, again, like the comment earlier, oh, he's never had any quote unquote good pussy yet. So how does he know he's gay? Well, did you have sex with a man to figure out that you were straight? Like a lot of people didn't have to do that. Right. So you just knew you liked women. You just knew you liked men. Um, and I'm pretty sure these homosexual people just like what they like. And, uh, especially in the black community, it, you know, it's such a taboo. It's such a taboo for us to talk about it. Uh, we don't want to acknowledge it in our families, and in our homes, but the fact is it's real. And I'm pretty sure being Black is already, like, it's already a whammy. And so when I say a whammy, it's already tough. It's tough as hell being Black out here in these streets, like in America. That's with three Ks, okay? Like, it's tough being Black out here. So I'm pretty sure I doubt that uh, anybody who is of African descent wakes up and says, you know what? Let me add on to my oppression let me add on to my stress. I'm going to be gay too. Eh, wrong. Doubt it. Like, like I doubt anybody would want to take on that, that extra um, oppression, that extra stress. Like, who the fuck wants to deal with that shit, right? Like, they like what they like and they can't help it. Um, and, you know, I always used to say, you know, people battle their own demons. Uh, but then I had a friend, you know, tell me, like, is it really a demon, right? Like, uh, is it really something that I'm battling with? And and I, that I didn't know. I don't know how to answer that. Because again, um, you know, I had my moment. I dated a female and not ashamed of it. It is what it is. Uh, but I also was in high school. And I also know that as of right now, I can say, I do not want to be in a serious relationship with a woman. I don't care to be in a serious relationship with a woman. Do I think women are beautiful? And do I embrace them? And do I love them? And do I think they're sexy? And do I love their curves and the way they're their uh, mouth curves when they smile and their hips and their butts and their thighs. And yes, I love all of that. And I think it's a magnificent thing. Um, But me personally, I, when it comes to being intimate, sexually intimate um, I'd rather have a man. I'd rather, you know, have those strong arms and, you know, feel safe and protected. And not that you can't with a woman, if you're a woman or not that you can't, if you're a man with another man, whatever, Um, but I just prefer a man's embrace over a woman's. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just think it is what it is. Um, as far as the pronouns go again, it, this whole thing prompted the question of like, is the LGBT community taking it too far? And when I say taking it too far, you know, nowadays, like I think certain States are like allowing people to put X for gender instead of male or female. So when the kid grows up, they can decide that, um, And a lot of people hate that. Like, no, you a boy. You a boy. You was born a boy. You a girl. You were born a girl. Um, I don't know. You know, at this end of the day, like I said, I don't care. If people want to put X um, where it says gender on their birth certificate or whatever on their child's birth certificate, I mean, who cares? Like, who really cares? I just feel like there's so much more uh, important things in the world that we need to fix as a society that it's crazy we're so focused on what someone puts on their child's birth certificate. Like. They created this baby. They conceived this baby. They gave birth to this baby. Why are you so upset about what they're putting on their birth certificate? Um, I've had you know youth that I work with ask me to refer to them in certain pronouns. Um, and I'm okay with that. I, I might slip up and forget, uh, but we talk about it and we work through it. And I think it's just, again, it's a respect thing. Whether I agree with it or not, whether I understand it or not, it doesn't matter because it's not about me. It's about respecting the person and their wishes. Uh, currently, um, the guy that I'm dating, um, he has someone in his family, um, at a young age, this person decided that they did not, you know, identify as the sex they were born as, um, and they've been asked to be, uh, called something else. And for a long time, he struggled with it. He was like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not going to call this person that. And I'm like, bruh, like at the end of the day, um, it's not about you. It's not about you. Um, it's about them and respecting their wishes. And I know it's hard uh, because this is how you've seen this person grow and, and change over the years. And this is how you see them. This is, you know, your little family member. This is a person that you love and care about. But if you love and care about somebody, you should respect them. And so uh, that brings me to a, a conversation I had at a friend's house back around New Year's one of my really good friends, we were all at his house. Um, he had people over We're drinking, playing games. Um, and my boyfriend and I, we, we brought up this, this topic of conversation and, you know, we explained that he had these feelings towards, uh, calling this young person something else, this, this new identity that they identified with and, um, how he struggled with that. And, uh, we talked about the mother of this child and we said, you know, this mother is now calling uh, her child by what the child has asked them, uh, asked the mother to call this person by. Right. I'm trying to <laughs> use the right thing. So my apologies if I'm getting you confused. Um, so the, the, the kid said, hey, this is what I want to be called. The mom said, OK, cool, we'll call you that. And so we were talking about it and just having really great uh, intellectual conversation going back and forth about it. And a lot of the people there were like, oh, no, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. If your mama named you this, that's what you need to go by. And <laughs> for me, it just seemed very small minded. Um, and I'm saying all this, but I don't have kids. OK, so let's be clear. I don't I don't have children. Um, so I can say all this and you, and people always say what what they would do until they're in that situation. So let's be clear. I'm saying what I would do, but I also have not faced this situation. Um, but. You know, people were saying how disrespectful it was, whatever, and you don't need to do that until you're 18. But again, if we look at the facts, um, between ninth and 12th grade, you're not 18, right? You're not 18. And uh, these kids are attempting suicide because they don't have the love and support of their family. They don't have um, anyone to, to turn to. And I'm pretty sure, again, with Everything else that's going on in adolescence, your your body's developing. You're you're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to keep your grades up. Um, everything you're 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 developing mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And so, to not have the support of the people who are supposed to love you most, um, the people who are supposed to have your back most, uh, I don't think it's a sign of disrespect. I think it's not, Mom. I, I'm disrespecting you because I want you to call me something else. It's Hey, mom, this is how I'm feeling. And and I I need this is what I need from you in order not to stoop to that low of a place Uh, to the point where I want to end my life because it's happening, guys. It's real. Kids are killing themselves because they don't feel they can be their true selves Um, and not just kids, just people in general. Um, Currently, there are 700,000 transgenders in the U.S., Um, 19 million Americans have engaged in same, same sex, uh, sexual behavior and two, excuse me, 25.6 million Americans acknowledge that they have some sort of same sex attraction. So that's a lot of people. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that again. So currently there are 700,000 transgenders in the United States. 19 million Americans have engaged in same sex sexual behavior. And 25.6 million Americans acknowledge same-sex attraction. It's not—it's not as taboo as we think it is, right? Like it's real, um, and and we we have to address it. Um, and I don't think people are going too far. I just think they just want the same respect, right? If I want you, if I decide to go change my name tomorrow, nobody's gonna look at me crazy, right? So, but but why? So why do we do that to people who um, are are homosexual? Why does it matter? Like, why does it matter? If I want to be called this, just call me that. Right? Like, who cares? I don't think it's um, a, a disrespect thing. I don't think it's um, harmful to anyone. They're not hurting you. They're not hurting anyone else. They just want to be who they feel they are. And I think it's okay. I, I honestly think it's perfectly okay. And um, I don't think it should be It should be frowned upon. I don't. Um And then I I also, again, like the question that I prompted in the beginning, am I, are you, talking to you guys too, perpetuating homophobia? And so when I say that, um, how are you when you deal with a uh, homosexual person? How are you really? Uh, What are your views uh, about homosexuality? When you see things in the news, when you encounter um, a a person of the LGBT community, how are you really feeling? Uh, me personally, again, like I said, I don't I have never really cared. Um, but in a sense, I currently and I will be honest with you guys. Like I said, we always raw, transparent and always <laughs> the tagline. I had to throw that in there. Um, I'll be transparent with you guys as always. Um, I have perpetuated homophobia. I have Uh, I've gotten better over the years. And I say I have because uh, people have made comments in regards to uh, homosexual people, whether they be someone I know, whether they be friends, uh, family members, whatever. And I never said anything about it. I never stood up. I never said, hey, like, chill out, bruh. Like, that's wrong. That's not okay. And so by staying silent, I am perpetuating such a horrible thing. I am allowing this to happen and I'm allowing people to think that it's okay for them to speak in such a negative light about someone because they don't understand them. They don't understand uh, what they're going through or why they have, they they're doing what they're doing, whatever. Right. Um, and because I've stayed silent, uh, that's me perpetuating it. I have never, um I have never spoken poorly about a homosexual person uh, simply because they were homosexual. Let's be clear, because some of them, you know, get on my nerves, but it's not just them. It's everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've never spoken, spoken poorly on anyone simply because they're hom- homosexual or transgendered or whatever. Um, but yeah, I also haven't spoken up either, right? And so that is perpetuating it. That's perpetuating this heterosexist discrimination. That's perpetuating this homophobic behavior which ends up is a result of people killing themselves. So I'm a part of that. I play a role in that. Um, and it's, it's not okay. It's not okay. And there's, there, the, I think the first thing we need to do is acknowledge that. Acknowledge that we have played a major part in the homophobic behavior, in the heterosexual discrimination, even if it's as simple as not speaking up when you hear something negative. So that brings me to the solution portion. As always, you know, I, I state these facts. I give you, you know, what's going on currently in pop culture. Uh, and so, just to recap everything: Yes, Dwayne Wade and, and Gabrielle Union announced that their eleven-year-old son was gay via a gay pride parade. Was it inappropriate that he was at a pride parade? Hey. I've been to them. Sometimes they get crazy, but if we, if you're with your parents, I'm pretty sure they're protecting you. Nothing's crazy is going on. Um, do I like and appreciate the fact that they support their child? Yes, that's important. Um, I don't care what your child has done wrong. Um, and not saying that being a part of the LGBT community is wrong, but whether you agree with what their child has done or not, it's important to support them. Uh, it's important to let them know, Hey, I don't agree with it, but I support you. You cannot agree with something and still support someone. Um, in, in, a, in a sense of, I love you. I'm here for you. I don't understand it, but I love you. I'm here for you. I support you, right? Uh, I think it's important to know that you haven't done anything wrong. If you are a parent and your, your child comes to you and says, hey, this is how I'm feeling, number one, acknowledge that you're a great fucking parent because it takes a lot for a kid to quote unquote come out and even talk to their parents, right? Which is, one thing I don't understand because I never had to come out to my mom and dad and say I'm, I'm straight. I like men. Right. Like I never watched straight. people don't have to come out. Why do gay people have to come out? That's a whole nother story for another day. But acknowledge that you're a great fucking parent because you've done something in that relationship for your kid to feel comfortable enough to come to you and talk to you. OK, um, again, same sex marriage. People may not agree with it. They don't like it. But the results show it's declined suicide attempts in kids by 14 percent. Again, that is 134,000 kids that are not committing suicide. That's dope, right? Like, these things are so dope. Are they taking it too far with the pronouns and the X for the gender and this, that, and the third? Hey, they may be, they may not be. I don't give a fuck. Just tell me what you want to be called. I'm going to call you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if, if I mess up, my bad. Address it. I'll work on it. Like, it just is what it is. Who cares? Um, as far as not uh, addressing anything romantic at an early age, let me tell y'all something: the earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. Okay, these kids are out here getting it in. Talk to your children. Talk to your chaps. Right. Um, talk to them. Talk to them. Let them know what's up. Uh, but again, solutions. So uh, again, like I said, I was perpetuating this. Um, I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I've recognized what I was doing wrong by not speaking up, and and now I'm speaking up. So. That's number one solution. Number one, speak up. Right. Like if you hear something uh, that you feel is, is derogatory, right. Uh, towards someone of the LGBT community, yo, like you can do it tactfully, but like, yo, bro, like, come on, like not cool. Not cool. Cause if somebody talked about your mama or talked about your skin color, talked about your kids or something like that, you'd be ready to fight. Right. Um, so we always want to fight for our people, but the LGBT community is our people as well. Like at the end of the day, we're human beings. We're just beings. Like if we just all love and support each other and protect each other, I promise you we'll get a lot further in life. Um, If you find yourself feeling uncomfortable uh, with someone's sexuality, I would look at myself in the mirror, explore your own sexuality. Like, are you truly uh, secure in your sexuality as you think you are? Are you, are you truly that confident? Because a man being around another gay man, uh, a woman being around another gay woman, whatever, what have you, uh, it shouldn't upset you and disturb your spirit that much to the point where you can't be around them or you're making derogatory comments. Um, you're you're saying obscenities like, come on, bruh, like it shouldn't bother you that much. So I think it's it's something where you should write down uh, your feelings, uh, maybe research your feelings. Why are you feeling this way? Um, again, I said, stand up for others. That's, that's always, always important. Um, gay or not LGBTQ or not, um, use the proper pronouns. Like I said, I had to talk to my boyfriend. He wasn't, he wasn't really feeling it. And I don't know if he is a hundred percent, uh, still, and that's okay. Uh, it's, it doesn't have to be something that, it, that changes overnight, right? Like it, Rome was not built in the day. If you're used to a certain way of life and that's what you were brought up as, and these are your experiences, I get it. I get, it. it's going to be hard to, uh, call a he, a she, or a she, a he, or a she, a they, right? Like, I understand that that's going to be difficult, but try your best. Try your best to just be respectful. Use proper pronouns. Uh, And again, remember that just because you don't understand it doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make it wrong. Um, For all my, you know, bobble thumpers out there, stop throwing the Bible and trying to hit hit him in the head with it. Stop, 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 stop. You know, God loves all people. Come as you are. You know what I mean? All you can do is do your best to spread the gospel, show them love, the love that that you desire, the love that God has given you um, and let God handle that. You're not God. You know what I mean? If that's what you believe in, you believe, you know, you're going to be doomed to hell forever. If you're having, if people are having sex with the, with the same sex, like, cool. That's your belief. I respect that. Right? Like that's what it is, but don't go around beating people over the head with the Bible. Not cool, bro. Like if anything, that's going to turn them away from it. Um, Another thing, so uh, I think another a solution to, to mention here is PrEP. So for any of my people who are part of the LGBT community uh, or, or, or experimenting, whatever, promiscuous, doesn't, don't identify with whatever, you know, do what pansexual, I think that's, that's the term for it. Um, for any of my people who are just here and will love people, right? It's not They don't have a certain uh, sexual orientation. There is a medicine called Prep. Uh, I went to the the woman doctor, my lady doctor, um, as as we all women do at least once to one to three years uh, to get you know the Pap smear and make sure everything's good down there, ladies. You only get one vagina, make sure you protect it and love on her. Um, but yeah, I went to the doctor. You know they they run all kind of tests, make sure you're good, make sure you're straight, uh, STDS, HIV, whatever. They ask you have you come in contact with anybody with HIV or your your partner currently HIV positive, whatever. Uh, long story short, Prep um is for my lgbt community or anybody else um and it prevents uh, you getting hiv aids um so you might be dealing with a partner um, who has hiv aids you can take prep uh and it will prevent you from from contracting the disease um also it um, helps people who are part of the lgbt community because let's let's be real uh within the lgbt lgbt community excuse me um, especially our black men, you have a higher chance of of contracting HIV/AIDS. That that's just facts, it's statistical. That doesn't mean all gay people have HIV or AIDS. Let's be clear for my ignorant folks who listening that it doesn't mean that they're dirty or nasty or because they're gay that's why they got it. Like like stop it, okay? Let's go ahead and knock that uh, that notion out now. Um, but statistically, statistically, uh, facts show that you guys have a higher chance of, of contracting a disease. So with that said, PrEP, ask your doctor about PrEP. Um, next, just listen, listen. If your friends come to you and, and tell you, hey, um, I, am, I identify as gay, I identify as a man or I identify as a woman, uh, this is who I feel like I am. You don't always have to give a response. You don't always have to give a response. Um, for those of you who have kids, who your kids are coming to you, believe it or not, by the time your kids hit five, this is statistically proven. You do your own research. Don't always listen to me, but do your research. Uh, by your time, by the time your kid hits five, they know who they are. Who they are is who they're going to be. After that, everything's adaptive learning. So, um, if your little boy's dressing up in girl clothes or wants to wear your heels at the age of three, hey, that it is what it is, and there's no whoopings, there's no therapy, there's there's uh, not enough praying in the world. Uh, you, you know, it, he is it is what it is. If anything. Pray that God gives you the strength uh, to help him navigate through life as he is and and vice versa. And again, uh, just listen. Just listen. You don't always have to respond. Um, I think it's important to be a role model uh, for kindness and inclusion. Be a role model, guys. Like I said earlier, stand up for others. And that's that's where I lacked. That's where that's where I began to perpetuate things uh, as such as homophobia and the the heterosexist discrimination, because I, I wasn't standing up. I wasn't being a role model for kindness and inclusion. Uh, So include everybody, be kind. It goes a long way. The golden rule, treat others how you would like to be treated. Um, And show people that they can be their authentic selves around you. Uh, They can be authentic. They can be who they are. No judgment passed. I think for people who truly know me uh, and know me well, I, I have no problem with you being your true self. I want to see your true self. I think it's a beautiful thing. No matter how weird or crazy you might be, uh, who's to say what's weird? Who's to say what's crazy? Who's to say what's normal? Be yourself and allow people to to be themselves. Um, I encourage you guys to stop using hate speech. Um, just stop. Just, I mean, you don't, you might not think you're doing anything wrong. You might, you know, for my straight guys, you might call your friend like, bro, stop being a faggot, man, or stop being gay. Like, what? Like, come on, bruh. That's like that's that's the equivalent to a white person saying stop being a nigga. You don't like it. You don't like it. It's a derogatory term towards a certain group of people. I'm not saying our race issues are the same as LGBT communities issues. What I'm saying, let's be clear. (laughs) Let's be very clear. What I'm saying is you're still using a derogatory term towards a group of people. That's what you're doing. The way nigga is used toward black people is the way faggot is used towards the LGBT community and it's not okay. So eliminate that from your speech. Stop using the hate speech. Um, don't refer to your friends by their sexual orientation. Uh, that's something that I used to do. Use oh yeah, that's my gay friend. So I just said, you don't remember him. You don't remember her. Um, people are multidimensional and they shouldn't be identified based on their sexual orientation or their gender identity. Right. Uh, they're multidimensional and, uh, they should be identified beyond that. So that's something that I also had to work on. So I encourage you guys to do that. Um, and then finally stop with the double standards and y'all know I can't stand no motherfucking double standard. I can't stand that shit. Oh, it's okay for a girl to be gay, but not okay for a guy. It's okay for girls to experiment and be bisexual, but not okay for a man. Men can't be bisexual. What the fuck do you mean? If he likes women and he likes men, that's bisexual. He can he can be that. He's a human being just like she is. You feel me? So stop with the double standards. That shit's crazy. Um, the only reason you you feel that way is because society has been telling you, you know, that, that that's what it is. Stop that shit. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Um guys, it's I gotta go, I gotta get out of here. But yes, for the LGBT community, y'all, Carson Charisma, I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. Y'all the shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, continue to live your best life. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks of you and how you live. I don't even care if it's family. At the end of the day, you have one life to live. Um, just be the best human you can be possibly. Uh, be loving, be kind, be generous. Um And and don't allow anybody to to stop you from from showing your true self and and giving your heart and your all to the world, because uh, each and every one of you, LGBT community or not, you have something very special to offer. Uh, So be true. Be authentic to your your true self. Be authentic to the world Um, and know that regardless of anybody else, if your family don't accept you, if your friends don't accept you, Uh, Carson Charisma accepts you and you are my family and I love you peace and blessings to you all thank you for tuning in do not forget to follow me on IG at Carson Charisma that's with two K's K-A-R-S-O-N-K-A-R-I-S-M-A and don't forget to follow the Anomaly podcast page on IG at theanomaly.podcast love you guys